1: I'm SJ. I'm AJ. And, and we, we The Connected, connected experience. experience. Bro, what's The Connected Experience? You want me so to I, tell him? Yeah, because I got to beat you to it. You yeah, act yeah, like, yeah, yeah that's yeah. not mine. So basically, The Connected Experience is a, a lifestyle, the lifestyle, our, our lifestyle. lifestyle. We connect everybody. Like So we'll plug you in with whatever game you win. We go plug you in with it, man, from the uh from the underworld all the way up to the top To the world. overworld. Yeah, yeah. Under, over. Over, yeah. we go going to start using that. Overworld. overworld. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So what's up with you? How you been? Man, you know, keeping it pushing, just trying to beat the... The cold weather It is Michigan You know And it's gonna get cold So what about you man How you been doing You living? been practicing Your bowling game No I haven't bro I ain't even gonna lie Like I was gonna go The other day Why not man Because like I've been working on I feel standard. like when I put my shit to When I put my mind to it It ain't no practice Practice niggas Like my nigga Iverson say Practice Well you we talk about practice My nigga Because you gotta get Your average up This yeah, is the numbers It's the game. average yeah. I can bowl niggas And not practice And get the average up yeah, yeah, I'm actually looking For a league bro A Wednesday morning league And the only ones I've been able to find Is like I want to bowl But can't bowl That's not the type of league I want to be in Because your average would be shunned upon So I need like a real Wednesday morning Bowling league To be a part of Because I'm still Coming for niggas I was watching bowling The other day and shit too It is exceptionally boring Super boring And I'm thinking From an aspect of like I gotta support this nigga I gotta be It was in Oklahoma bro One nigga in the audience One nigga so now It'd be two (laughs) No it was like No I'm saying If if we we was there Yeah. I've been working On my stand up too Just writing though I ain't even been Practicing in the mirror And shit So you gotta turn Yeah, uh, no, I don't. I got a book pick. My book pick is The Secrets of the Millionaire Mind by T. Harv Eker. Bro, I started reading this book uh, um, at work on my break because, you know, I work midnights and shit for right now. Man, this book is exceptional. I'm 60 pages in and like I view... Currency different because the only way you view money is how your parents, view it yeah, yeah, they yeah, parents yeah, viewed it and their parents viewed it. So he gave like this dope ass situation, right? His Let's homeboy. Let's not talk about the situation. They gotta start picking up these books. No, bro. I gotta tell you this, bro. All right, because okay, so his homeboy wife was cooking, right? Or well, she was being disgusting. She was cooking a ham, and she used to cut the edges off the ham, right? The front and the back. So then one day he asked, like, "Why do you do that?" She was like, "Well, my mom did it." So he was like, "Well, fuck, it. we about to call your mom and see why your mom did it." So basically. He the, showed you the, what No, you. the grandma did it, right? So then he was like, Fuck it, we about to call and see why. The grandma said, I only did that because my pen was too small. If you would have asked me, you would have knew to get a bit. I would have told you to <laughs> get, get, get a, a bigger, bigger pen. pen. Yeah. But that's how people view finances. Why you pay your bills like this? Oh, because my mom did it. So you just gotta unlearn and relearn and be the person you want to. Like you might want to make ten million. I'd be like, But I see twenty million potential in you. So you just gotta aim like the highest of the high, you know? What you got? Well, I don't put no cap on nothing, bro, because I'm yeah, like like, sometimes a motherfucker dream limit them. Yeah. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, people be dreaming for shit that they see other people with yeah. and that limit them. But my term is a, a certified public accountant, which is a CPA. And okay. the title of a qualified accountant in numerous countries is the English-speaking word. In the United States, the CPA is a license to provide accounting services to the public. It's awarded... By each of the 50 states For practice in that state Additionally Almost every state 49 out of 50 Have passed mobility laws To allow CPAs From other states To practice in their state State licenses Are requirements And they vary By the minimum standard Requirements Including the passing Of the uniform Certified public Accountant examination 150 semester units Of college education And one year Of accounting related experience And that's what A CPA is I never knew that Me neither And the reason CPA is our term because we have a CPA in the building and we're going to talk about more than being a CPA. But why don't you go on to introduce yourself, bro? Hey, what,
2: well, first, I want to thank you guys for uh, introducing me and uh, letting me come up here today. Uh, yeah, my name is Andika Powell. I am a certified public accountant in the city of Detroit. And, um, you know, I have my own practice, PMP CPA. We are currently at 12400 East Seven Mile Road in Detroit. Yes, in the city not like the other firms in the suburbs. Um, and so uh, my mission is helping as many citizens and businesses in the city of Detroit as I possibly can. Cool. So we're going to get go into go that. Go. We're going to
1: get into what even made you a CPA. But let's talk about growing up in Detroit. What part of Detroit are you from?
2: I am from the west side. I grew up off of uh, Seventh so Southfield and Plymouth Road.
1: Oh, so oh, oh yeah. What, what actual street? Penrod. Uh, Penrod. You know, I got some partners over there off of Abington. Uh, oh, okay. Abington. And know my niggas. That's like that's family over there. So that's dope. So that's cool. We 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 can we we can connect on that level. All <laughs> you know right. What I'm so what was growing up on the west side like, off of Plymouth?
2: I mean, you know, I had an older sister. Uh, she was seven years older. So you know, I just copied off of her. So I remember, you know, in my household, there was a lot of music. You know, my mom <laughs> would play the old jams. You know, the Temptations, the Jacksons, and then my sister would throw in some, uh, you know, some salt and pepper and some and some uh, cool mode. D. So, you know, I grew up, you know, listening to hip-hop most of my life, but, you know, it was a cool household. Cool
1: household. Both parents in the household?
2: Uh, just my mother. My mother was actually a U of M graduate, business school. She worked for the city of Detroit for 25 years, um, and then retired, and then came back and worked another 10 as an accountant. And yeah. so I got a lot of my gain from her, um, but my sister is an engineer, and I and I kinda follow her path as well.
1: Okay, so you got some engineering experience as well?
2: Yes, sir. I went to the University of Michigan and got my engineering degree and then um worked for Chrysler for two and a half years and then went on to uh get my MBA from Wayne State and then I switched over to the business world. Okay, okay. So what was uh what was U of M
1: like? Like what what, what year did you uh what's your age
2: range? Okay, yeah, I am thirty six. Okay. 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 I graduated from the University of Michigan in 2005. Okay. 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 I, you
1: might have been up there when the final four was cracking. I wanted to see what was up. Oh, God. <laughs> Dang. Oh, yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. They've been, they've been a couple years, a couple back a couple of years recently. I thought you were trying to dog me, saying I was there during the Chris Weber years. i do not that old. No, no, no. <laughs>
1: And then, you know, getting old is a blessing because a yes, lot of it niggas is. don't. We all 36 in here, you yeah. know, and a lot of niggas we know didn't make it to 36 or shot up at 36 or in the penitentiary. So being 36 free with your own business, degrees, all that's a blessing, man. Yes, sir. So, uh, like, you said your mom was, like, went back to be an accountant. So is that why you got into accounting? Because you actually went first to be an engineer.
2: So, so my real passion um, I found when I was about to graduate. So I was, it was my senior year. And I read a book called Rich Dad Poor Dad. Yeah. And um, I, I I seen you know how he talked about finances and building a business. And so I started to look more at the business world but I had to finish up that engineering degree since <laughs> yeah. I had I had put in four years already, so I wasn't going to switch my major. It was
1: too um, late in the game. Yeah,
2: it was too late in the game, but I found my passion, and I knew when, when I had the opportunity I would go back to school and study finance.
1: Yeah, so you, what high school did you went to?
2: Um, I went to Cast Tech. Oh, you went to
1: Cast Tech, another Cast Tech alumni here. Not that we are, but a lot of people who come through are. So, like, what made you choose the University of Michigan again? Was that because moms?
2: Um. It, it was partly it was partly because of my mother but the main influence was my was my sister. I actually got like recruited uh, to the university like after 10th grade I had good math grades and good science grades and basically they said when well, we got a program up here um, that allows you as a 10th grader during the summer to come up for like eight weeks. so I spent eight weeks on campus. Like, it was crazy for, to yeah. be 15, living on a campus, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So I was like, yep, this is it. This is my school. I ain't even look at no, no other school. Okay, cool. So what type of engineer were you? So it was industrial and operations. Um, you know, basically, you know, taking looking at any type of production line and making sure that we can find any way to reduce r- waste and um, make sure that, you know, we can deliver parts just in time. And, d- and it's called lean manufacturing so basically making things as efficient as possible how did you like that um what i enjoyed about it was that it was the most um it was the most business involved type of engineering okay. so basically to make sure that i got right on the path of business after i graduated it was good that i had you know picked that major and it kind of put me on the path um going into business school. Okay. So okay.
1: working at Chrysler like how did that uh, how did that affect you from a uh, engineer standpoint because like I know people who uh like when they call the engineers the engineers it seemed like they do so little but it's so important but a lot of engineers and stuff when they work for them big 3 companies they get trapped in that like so you already had a plan as I'm going to do this for 2 years and I'm out or while going to school while pursuing a uh, accountant you were still be an engineer at Chrysler.
2: I think what what it was was um, for one, my my biggest fear was doing the same thing every day. Okay. And so I kind of figured out that I had more of a passion of dealing with customers, different type of customers on a daily basis versus working with one company and being focused on that single company every single day. So I knew I wanted to have more of a consulting role um, when I continued on in my career. Um, you know, the big thing is that at a company that size is – you know, everybody plays their part, which is important, but you know, for some people, you wanna have more of an impact yeah, yeah. On, on whatever and, and company you, know you are. That
1: you were that impact. I mean, they might you might do some fly shit and they'd be like the engineering team right discovered this and it's like, No nah, nigga, I discovered that why they was over here chilling. And they get like that and especially like when you get up the ladder per se in corporate America, like a lot of people like aim to be in corporate America, and that's cool. But like corporate America is really like garbage, right? Because like you you rarely get your uh, just do or your credit. Like I might know you did that, but that's not well, what corporate I'm corporate America my, my is, the, is. Is the plantation? You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. Like they ask you for suggestions to make the company better, and then they take the credit for the suggestions. Right? Like, you know what I'm saying? So so boom. You're working at Chrysler, you know what I'm saying? You know that you kind of want to get out of that, and then you go to Wayne State to, pe- to become a CPA. Now, how is college now? Because now you're older, it ain't as about as much fun and stuff. Like, what was the focus like now? Like, are you putting yourself under pressure to hurry up and get this done because you want to leave the corporate America structure system? So how does that work?
2: Yeah, I mean, what what I like about graduate school is that it's the it's the point where – you get to pick exactly what you want to do. Like I feel like a lot of people, you know, you seventeen years old, you don't know what you want to do with the rest of your life. You decide you go to, to go to college. You pick something, and just like me, I changed that. I changed, you know, right before I was about to graduate. In The twenty fourth hour. Right. You know what I'm saying? And I, and still at twenty one, you still don't know what you want to do for the rest of your life. Right. When when I when I went to grad school, I knew this is my passion. This is what I wanted to do. So that made it easier just because of the fact that I had a plan. Right. And then on top of it it fit my skill set so well that I didn't have to study as hard when I was doing engineering cuz engineering didn't really fit my skill set, right, right. but the 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 accounting and the business it kind of came naturally. So now, you know, I'm getting good grades. I'm I have confidence. Now I'm walking into, you know, interviews different. I'm approaching people about, you know, what I do differently. It was just a whole nother confidence versus when I was an engineer.
1: Because I think like people get caught in the misconception, and you just said when you were 17, you had to pick something that you had to do for the rest of your life, and that stunts somebody's growth because they saying, "I've been doing this for 30 years, so I must be meant to do this." When actuality, that's like, no, I could do this for five years and then I could transition to this. Like people get caught up in the this is who you are forever, and when people do, when you send a 17 year old to college, and they mothers, they fathers, everybody in their ear, like you go be an engineer because it was kind of fed to you, like you. Send since be an engineer and then you see seen moms doing it so you like okay we breed engineers but in actuality you like that's just part of my life like my engineering skill set will actually help me in my taxes and my accounting skill set because I know little things that matter to different things that can make more people get more money back or whatever because it's about to be tax season you know what I'm saying so let's talk about how some helpful, some, some helpful tax tips for the listeners because taxes is a funny thing man like Technically, you don't have to pay them, but not paying them and then like your tax bracket increase, like so. Somebody working at Chrysler. So let's take uh, a guy off the street. He working at Chrysler. He go from making seventeen dollars an hour to in three, four years, he making $25 an hour now, you know what I'm saying? And his tax bracket jump up. Like, now you in a whole different tax bracket because of what you made, but when you look at what you brought home, you're like, well, damn, they done took $30,000 out of taxes, and I still owe taxes. Like, how does this work? The concept of that even making sense. Like, you take taxes out every check, then I do my taxes at the end of the year, and I I still owe you $3,000. How does this work?
2: All right, so I'm gonna give y'all a quick history lesson, okay? So... Income taxes. History. Income taxes have not always been around, okay. But you know, the the government decided, you know, we need some more money, so let's let's start this plan, and so they started income taxes, okay. Now, what well,
1: was it like, 1935 or something?
2: I can't give you no know, exact date, but it was that's like right about right.
1: the Great Depression, if yeah, I'm not mistaken.
2: Exactly. So 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 they said said, but the thing was, they were not going to send you a bill they was going to have you fill out some paperwork and you was going to tell the IRS how much you owed them <laughs>
1: <laughs> nothing <Okay>? ever exactly <laughs> right. exactly and, yeah.
2: it's like you you come up with your own bill and then you pay it yeah, you know right. what i'm saying don't nobody else do that dte don't let you do that <laughs> right, how much yeah. electricity did you use yeah. you know what i'm saying and so people did this but see they didn't have the withholding system they didn't have that they start they just trusted people well, they found out that you <laughs> yeah. know most people was either not calculating the right number or they was, you know, they wasn't doing it at right. all. Or they was calculating the right number, but once they calculated the number, they like, had a yeah, cash yeah. no more. They had already spent it. Yeah. So then they created the withholding system. So every time you get paid a paycheck, they take out a certain amount of money out of your paycheck. But they only base that off of your filing status and how many people you claim or in your household that you take care of. So, for example, you may say, I'm single, or you may be married, right? And you get a different deduction based on those two things. Right. And then you might have two kids. So, like, what on the form, is called a W-4. So you fill out your W-4 form, and you put down how many people you expect to have in your household or taken care of, and you also have your status, which is married or single, right? right? And then the person that's paying you, takes the money out of your check based on that number. Okay? So, the reason why somebody might have a different number is because everybody's life is different. Right. You know what I'm saying? I might have four kids to take care of, but I make 30,000 a year. Right. And you got four kids to take care of and you make 130,000 a year. Right? right? So how is the fact that I filled out this piece of paper and said, this is my situation, but it it don't match necessarily your income situation? Because some people got—and then some people got two jobs. So you might fill out the paperwork for two jobs, right? But each job is only looking at it like you got one job. Right. Yeah. So they pulling the money out like you only got one job when you got two jobs. Right. And that's why the numbers aren't always consistent because nobody's looking at the overall picture. Right.
1: Okay, now— Just knowing that people got accountants and, like, the the only people who get a more bad rep than an accountant is the lawyer, right? Because, like, if you my accountant and I'm trusting you and you got, like, a power of attorney so you can put money in my account and you're supposed to pay my taxes, then if you don't pay my taxes and you my accountant, not you. But I have an accountant, they don't pay my taxes, and they're supposed to. Why would I go to jail? If I entrusted this, I can prove I entrusted this to somebody else, and I can prove that I did everything I was supposed to, and they were supposed to pay my taxes. And when I look in my account, my account reflects the money gone. Like, how could I get in trouble for that? And then these accountants still keep they their uh, licenses and everything. And it's like, if we all three saying the same thing, we went to such and such our taxes ain't get paid, the money gone. How will we go to jail because of that?
2: Because at the end of the day, it's the taxpayer's responsibility. And you using the word accountant, which I I want to make clear. You know, some people go to tax preparers and they not CPAs, they not even accountants. Yeah. They there is no there's no test. There's <laughs> nothing, bro. You the the IRS, the IRS tried to put a system in place where you had to take a test in order to do taxes and it got appealed by the supreme court and they had to get rid of the test. Yeah. So anybody that wants to do taxes all they got to do is apply for a number and as long as you pay your personal taxes on time and you good with the IRS, they will give you a, a a a a number an identification number in order to file people's taxes.
1: Yeah. No, I'm talking accountant. I'm talking like I do business, you know what I'm saying? My business grows. Seven million dollars, right? My business grows seven million dollars. We don't I got everything to show the expenses out of that seven million. I'm really only bringing home five hundred thousand. Then I got to pay the taxes on that five hundred thousand. But then I could go to jail, like take a Wesley Snipes. He said the accountant was supposed to pay the taxes and prove that he, that's who he entrusted did, it. Did so, he?
2: Did he see a receipt? Uh, the I mean, IRS get the IRS has ways for you to certify that something happened. Okay. And so you gotta you gotta ask the accountant for that information. Right. You know, there's there's only a certain amount of deniability any person can have. Yeah. And so yeah, I, I entrusted but you could I mean you could do that with almost anything. You could say, I entrusted this person with, you know, some money to, to pay for this car, but they stole the car. You yeah. still driving it around, why you ain't asked for no receipt for yeah. the car. Yeah. You understand? And the reason why, and let me tell you the reason why accountants are shady. Accountants are shady <laughs> Because because they the smartest person in the room. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like accounting is the type of profession that if you don't pay no attention to it, then you can't do it. It's like this. I can cut my own lawn, but then I can have somebody else cut it. And I can cut my own hair. And I can have somebody else cut it. It's a whole bunch of things. It's a whole bunch of jobs that I can pay somebody to do even though I can do it. And accounting ain't one of them. Yeah. Account, <laughs> accounting ain't one of them jobs where anybody, can do, anybody it. can do it. And even if you think you can, you, you smarter than them, you're not. I'm telling you. Like, And so what they do is they know that they can have, they got a certain amount of time before the IRS come looking. or And they know that their client ain't paying attention. Because you got to think about it. Wesley Snipes. You know, he high profile, man. You know what I'm saying? It's not just, you know, he ain't no regular degular dude. You know, he pulling in a high amount of money. So for him to have somebody take advantage of him like that, it's got to be somebody, you know, of a high intelligence level. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Right, yeah. You know, Fat Joe f- ran into it, yeah. ran into the issue. Lauren Hill, like, these are people that's in the public eye that's making big bucks. Like, you thinking, man, they, how, how they get taken advantage of? But it's because, man,
1: they just ain't really well, paying attention. Well, I just think the IRS just take advantage of people, man, because you can't even get nobody on the phone. Like, you, you know what I'm saying? They'll send you all this, you got to pay these bills. And you want to know, like, if I owe you $3,000, okay, I deserve a conversation. You know what I'm saying? Before I just say, here, I'm going to pay you. And then you think, like like I said, like once you get into a certain tax bracket, you, you man, pay so almost, much in taxes.
2: Yeah, like, come well, on, man. Do, like if you I actually make the, pay
1: somebody else's salary in taxes when yeah. you're at a certain level. Exactly. You know what I'm so, so
2: you got to understand. So now let's think about that on a grander scale, right? If you having a hard time getting the IRS on the phone and you owe 30 bands, what you think? GE on the phone, you know? <laughs> You know Ford and GM. You right. know you, they they lines go directly to people. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. you understand. So you got to understand. Everybody pay taxes. Warren Buffett paid taxes. Bill Gates. taxes. I don't tax- think
1: that, bro. I don't. I no, don't, I, no.
2: I, they I, have I, to report something to the IRS. Yes. You understand? No, they got. They
1: companies might pay taxes. I don't think that. I think one. I think once you win a certain percentage of people, you don't pay taxes. Yeah, you work for the government. You don't. All pay- of these companies are government sanctioned. They allow this stuff to happen so how could i charge you because then i'm missing out on the next brilliant person who will come up with something if you really think like mark zuckerberg is paying taxes to me like that's i don't believe that bro because it's stuff you can do and the government wants you to do it and you could be like i don't want to pay no more taxes okay bet no problem until you nobody can tell me it ain't if you were trained assassin Right, and they call you out of retirement and you've been with your family. What you need to do this, uh, Mr. Powell, you're gonna say, I don't wanna pay no taxes. They need this person killed. They know you're the only person who could do it. You think they're going to be like, well, we're going to go with Bob. He just wants 30 bucks. No, here, no more taxes. And then go, you go kill my man. You're going to go back to living your regular life. I understand the barter system you're trying to explain, but a trained assassin, I don't I know what you're people, saying. Because come on, they need, dog, yeah, but I don't I, they I need, think They need st- certain stuff to dumb, happen. Yeah. And, and, uh, if it wasn't no Facebook in the world, we'd be paying attention to the news, right? The real news. And we would have picked up on stuff like fake news a lot earlier. But Mark Zuckerberg, here, you have this invention. We need you to keep these people entertained with misspelled words in all caps where people are trying to figure out what other people are saying about other people's business. What do you need for that? I don't want to pay taxes anymore. You got it. And then when we find out that you're doing stuff behind our back outside of the agreement, will we bring you to Congress and we will act like we care, but we don't care because still stuff still pops up in your Facebook feed that you talk about or that you like. And that was the issue when they were saying he was selling stuff to Russia and stuff to help fix the elections. You think he paying taxes to to, like we sheep, bro, people, the masses are sheep. So we got to keep the sheep. Following, so all of these companies they keep the sheep following. I don't think they pay taxes because if we don't, I'm get give these you a real example. That's a, a real no, example. No, 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 I'm isn't? gonna give you an example of how why I don't think okay. Because okay, so when uh Marcioni bought Chrysler, right, he committed some international tax crimes and, and, and that affected Chrysler workers because I work at Chrysler, right. I don't know one person who don't owe the IRS and everybody not going exempt every day, every week. Everybody not. You know what I'm saying? So if you claiming your regular and I'm claiming exempt, how do we both owe at the end of the year? Because they gave that tax bill and that tax debt to the workers, bro. Everybody I know who work at Chrysler, oh, you know what? When te- it ain't about tax time, if you work at the at, at Chrysler, it's about profit sharing because everybody like they snatching the taxes. I don't know one person who don't got tax problems because that tax bill that Marcioni ran up went to the workers, bro, the regular people. Yeah,
2: That's you what are, I'm saying. But you, what you, all you trying to say is that there's incentives for companies to be in America. Basically. Yeah, but I'm you saying, saying, but you shouldn't. no it, taxes. It's no taxes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So I don't think rich. So the go, but, but, the, but the government, well, either way, the government got it set up. Somebody going to pay. Them. <laughs> yeah, they, yeah. So so the people that stand up against them, they paying them. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? What y'all talking about is an incentive program. And that's just business. That's just capitalism at its finest. If uh, let's say Amazon would have came here. You don't think they would have said something like, you know what? Like Not not even on the federal level, just on the <laughs> state, the state level. level. Yeah, they would have been like, bro, if you come here, we're going to get so much money off of property tax. We're going to get so much money off of the, your employees. You know what? We'll cut your bill. Or and that's, that's
1: and that's why they went but to Queens, will, New York. That's willing and dealing. They need like not New York look like it's coming back. How you like the airport is in Queens, and you about to put Amazon by the airport? Come on, bro! Like but
2: the IRS, the government is a, the government is an a, a, a entity just like anything else, and they know yeah. what drives revenue. Yeah. If they understand, if they know that for one second, Mark Zuckerberg could move to Singapore, move to Hong New Kong, New and lose all that all that income. Then they are take the, you know, take the company somewhere else. They man. Yeah. People be holding them to the fire yeah. and they be playing. I mean, they know people know what's up. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. So
1: if you're getting your money right, the next thing you probably want to get right is your health and your fitness. So we also have Yuri Fitness here, who is a personal trainer and nutritionist. And uh, she actually came with Mr. Pile. You know what I'm saying? So You can't you... say that the first day. No, okay. I can't. And I ain't going to push <laughs> <it's> <laughs> like and, it. Yeah. Are those African names?
2: My name is, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. Is, where you're. No, yeah. is not African. You, you got hot at the Black Panther, too, because that was one of their names, wasn't it? Uh. What was her name in Black Panther? It's, I think it's something like that, yeah, yeah, yeah. You got African roots, bro. Like, not like everybody do, but like uh, uh, like first generation.
2: No, no, my family my family is from the city of Detroit. My parents um you know my dad just was feeling real afrocentric black Powerish, yeah and so um you know he he had a book from swahili from uh east africa yeah my daughter
1: name east african yeah
2: yep. yep. and so you know he, he my mom lost the bet that <laughs> if it was a boy she'd get to name him so my dad gave me the name andika yeah what do it mean um it means to write so um my my full name is andika hodori akil pow and so um hordori is intelligence and the kill is a good looking so intelligent good looking writer (laughs) is what my dad
1: that's a dope translation so like growing up knowing that that was your name did you feel a sense of pride like you you look you approach things differently
2: i'll tell you this man like when i was little it was annoying because there was nobody with my name and now as an adult It's awesome because it's nobody with my name, (laughs) you know? And so it was, for me, when I was little, it was like, why couldn't I just be Jack or why couldn't I just be Chris? You know what I'm saying? Because it's a simple name and I got to explain to people every time. But as an adult, I kind of got more pride in it, especially when it comes to, like, Twitter and Instagram, I can easily get my name yeah, on, yeah, know, right, Even if I'm even if I don't yeah. catch the wave, if a couple of years go by I can yeah. still find my stuff, but if my name was Joe Powell, yeah. Yeah, then shoot, right. I'll and be out of luck Somebody <laughs> trying
1: to gank you for your identity, you're like, nah, bro this, <laughs> this, You know what I'm saying? Like, exactly. it's, it's like it's Joe Powell, that's, it's a million of them like, this ain't gonna work So let's talk to Yuri, so how did you get into uh, explain, uh, Introduce yourself to us, let us know who Hello, you are Hi
0: everyone, my name is Yuri um, My real name is Gabriel Oh, oh okay, okay, okay <laughs> But everyone calls me Yuri. I got the name Yuri from um, my brother's best friend. His name was Yuri. He was a dancer, like a choreographer. And I was like, I like that name. So you
1: stole his name? I stole his Where'd name. Where you grow up at? In Detroit. Where at, though? Everywhere. Okay, so yeah. everywhere in Detroit, they jacking names. She said she heard a name and liked it. it, it, it. So what's so up with that Yuri now? How do he look at you like, oh, thieving ass Yuri? No, he loves, he
0: loves it. He loves it. He loves it. He's like, I'm happy you using my name.
1: That's dope. That's yeah, dope. But
0: I spelled it different and stuff, you
1: know. So how did you get into personal training and fitness?
0: Um so I got into personal training and fitness in twenty sixteen. Like I did my I really did my first marathon in twenty thirteen. So I ran twenty six point two miles in twenty thirteen and um That's dope. Where at? Um Grand Rapids. Oh, okay. Yep. So I did my first marathon there and then I started doing ten K's and stuff after that.
1: What made you want to run a marathon? Do you come from an athletic background? Like, did you play high school sports or you were, were you overweight at some point? What made you want to run 26 miles?
0: Well, <laughs> <laughs> um, I needed, like, uh, I was at a point in time in my life where I needed, like, some type of, like, um, purpose, di- like, discipline. Mm-hmm. Like, I needed to, like like, basically show myself, like, I could be more than what I was at that time. So I felt like training for a marathon mentally just taught me patience, taught me discipline. Like the whole process of it, it just like kind of like molded me into like the woman I wanted to be. So um, I guess that's how I got in. And I wanted to get in shape. I was like, you know, I want to stay in shape because I had a son, my son, he'll be nine in March. Mm -hmm. And at the time he was what, three? Yeah, he was three. So um, yeah, I just wanted to be in shape and just like get my stuff together.
1: Now, how do you prepare for a marathon? Just like it, the mental preparation, like I can't run two steps on the concrete, so <laughs> to even think that like 26 miles, like how do you prepare for that? I, I say you can get about five. I bro. was thinking five, but yeah. <laughs> you With know, yeah. the real squares on yeah. the concrete, it's not a joke. like after five <laughs> I'm done. Finished. I could probably do a whole block. And I smoke. So,
0: you could probably
1: do a mile. I could probably get y'all to do a mile. No, I'm bullshitting. Can, I I can, I, I run a mile and then just go off in the corner and throw up some or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Hey, whatever you got to do. Every, yeah. That's every guy. That's yeah. every guy. That's yeah. I could do it because yeah. you're not about to sit here and tell me you ran 26 miles. And, this and I can't, can't do what? square. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. So what's the last marathon or in 5K or 10K you ran?
0: Um, I have. I had a daughter in 2017, so I haven't ran a marathon or 10k since then. Yeah. Um. I just been like, once I had her, I went. I've been working the whole time I had her. I was an accountant too. Oh. Okay. Um, for Raymond James, and I used to basically be in the back office. I never dealt with like, um, the financial advisors unless they were like trying to get like a hundred million trades done like at that very a moment. What? like $100 million in trades at that very moment. Then they'll call me direct, like, um, I need you to transfer this to the here, blah, 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 yada, yada, yada.
1: Now, do you get, like, well, you don't do that no more, but, like, would it be kind of like, do you get a commission off of that or are you just there to press the button?
0: No, because I'm just there. Like, the the financial advisor, like him, basically he will get the commission off of that. I'm working for the company that's already – taking a cut for trading it okay basically
1: okay so boom you say i want to run this marathon i'm going to get myself together and this transitions into you you actually personal training regular people now oh yeah so what would be the like this guy this guy thinks he's fat you know what i'm saying (laughs) so like what type of when you see him how do you get him from not being so fat no more i I ain't even fat (laughs) i'm just fatter than i would like to be Yo, all yeah, right. I'm just saying, like and it's fat people out there. It's here. a big difference in the way we like. I, yeah, but yeah. you weigh, you don't weigh. I weigh like two pounds more. than You, how much you weigh, mm. bro? I weigh 187 pounds. Okay, well, a couple pounds more than you. <laughs> so you feel me? Mm-hmm. But what, you don't look couple? like it. What you weigh? I think I'm like 205. It,
0: weight, um, body weight looks different on uh, everyone yeah. based on their We are identical twins. Are you guys twins? I you. <laughs> yeah, we are
1: identical twins. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm taller than you. Man. And he always been fatter though. Yeah. <laughs> so what? The women love it. I don't, I'm just saying. Um, but anyway. So how will we get this nigga not fat no more?
0: <laughs> so I will basically. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you guys are funny. I will basically like take your personal macros. So I'll come to you, I'll take your body fat percentage, and whatever that is, I will get that down to what your whatever height, yeah. 5'11 or yeah. 205, what that's supposed to be. And I'll figure that out. And then we just hit the gym. Make sure you are eating right. It basically comes down to what you're eating, mm-hmm. and if um, how much you're working out, and how much you're lifting, and what body parts you're working out. If you haven't worked out in a long time, now, never. Obviously, I have to retrain you. So it ain't a
1: retrain. It's never, never worked out. <laughs> I live a fat lifestyle, so so
0: yeah. I was like slowly start to basically trick your mind into thinking like, oh, this healthy stuff is good. Let me yeah. try this, and let me. It, you have so many options to where it would kind of be like. You don't want to eat healthy, but you're like, uh, I I like well, this Okay, let's you know? discuss
1: what the term eating healthy actually means, though, because I got a big thing with, like, this whole vegan craze, right? Okay. And this is my thing, right? So if it? you're a vegan, Speaking and that's cool, don't tell me this is vegan macaroni and cheese because this substance is not a cheese right. and it's not macaroni and cheese. So just tell me what it is. Don't try to... I, if I want macaroni okay. and cheese, like, mm-hmm. I hate that, that, oh, this is a vegan this, this is a vegan mm-hmm. that. Like, quit calling it what people are used to hearing because, first of all, if you're vegan, you don't eat cheese. So, saying this is vegan macaroni and cheese, that automatically, I'm like, yo, what, what, where, did, where did this California,
0: it's, like, so, Hollywood
1: shit come from? <laughs> to, to know it's not cheese mm-hmm. and then be like, vegan macaroni and cheese. Like, so, could you explain what, uh, are you a vegan?
0: I'm not a vegan, but I do have a vegan nutrition plan on my website. You okay. guys should check it out: www.erifitness.com.
1: You got go, you gotta, If you want us to check it out, you gonna have to speak really slower. Right. Okay. And then, <laughs> so fast. Yeah, yeah. Like you're Sneaking it yeah, in. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, this is what this is for. Okay. So you're gonna have to. You know <laughs> so you're gonna have to speak slower and say it, then spell it out to oh, make sure okay. people go because that's what we want. We want people like I want people to be warriors. Like mm-hmm. I'm on some. I'm deeper than black power like you know what I'm saying I, I love like it, so and I when you when you look at people from our from our lifestyle yeah you might be like hardcore but you're not a warrior because right, a warrior right. train mm-hmm. a warrior body mind all of that stuff mm-hmm. going finances Fitness, mm-hmm. all of it going to one thing. And, like, you okay. might be a G, but you're not a warrior. Like, my nigga, you do not become a soldier on a battlefield. You train to be a soldier. Mm-hmm. And I think if people like like you, you're a personal trainer. So if I come to you for personal training, then I go to Brody to get my finances done. And then I'm already G. I already go do what I'm going to do. But I'm putting myself in a mindset like we're not warriors. Okay. So when you, um, you got to eat right, the shit you put in your body come out your body. Like, right. I don't think people really... You, you know, you hear people say it, but then you don't... You don't they don't believe they it. They don't like believe it. what you eat. Right. Like, my nigga, you moving slow as shit because, like, you, you just, just ate steak. Right. You Cows right. move slow in the wilderness. You feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, you become all of that. And that's part of being, like, not just self-conscious, conscious of what you do. Like, every time, like, you go to order something to eat or you go to not pay your taxes, like, you have that choice. I know the consequences. You know what I'm saying? So, if I eat these burgers... Chances are, if I go outside and get into an altercation, I might be lagging because, like, I'm moving like a cow. You feel what I'm saying? So, so. And, but it's
2: difficult because, you know, they look at our people, they look at our neighborhoods, and so when we want to go and get some good food or find a good restaurant, we got to drive all the way all to the nine way. Mile. Right? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Or and it's like for yourself. Yeah, and so it's really discouraging because. Cause Good. it's
1: just hard to like, eat, like I don't eat fast food. You know what I'm saying? I just, I, I try not to eat fast food. Exactly. Probably once a month, and that's just because, oh, you feel like Burger King guilty. can sell some wrappers, McDonald's can sell Big But Burger. <laughs> <laughs> Burger King can sell some Whopper So I might slip every now and then But my conscious decision to eat Like right now I've been on some I'm going to eat one meal a day And the schedule I work I work from 3.30 to 3.30 I leave my house at probably like 2.45 So I'm gone for so long So I say I eat my one meal a day at night When I get home For the simple fact I want to sit down and enjoy my meal But all throughout the day I'm just drinking water Eating fruit I might do a, a green smoothie In the middle of that You know what I'm saying And I'm like yo I really did just lose three pounds in a week and a half, two weeks. You know what I'm saying? Yes. And then it's like, and I'm feeling better because the way I'm eating. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of people eat and they stuff themselves. Yeah. That's where the itis come from. Like if you mm-hmm. eat, uh, you go, go to sleep if you just ate uh, a, a zillion calories. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And that's not what people should. Well, I don't want to tell nobody. but they, You should be happy. You know it was, what I'm it, saying? It
2: come, it's the same with finance and, and, and being healthy. It comes down to discipline. Yeah, you gotta pr- you gotta get it's in the a mindset, yeah. and then you gotta prepare. You know, so if you can, you know, take some time out on a Sunday and prepare your meals throughout the week, then you ain't gotta. Oh man, I ain't got nothing to eat. Let me stop at Burger King yeah, real yeah. quick. Oh man, I ain't cooked dinner. Let me go pick up a hot and ready. Like yeah. you know, people. You know what? But people I, end uh, up meal prep though because it's feel like but it's people end up leftovers. eating bad. Yeah. People end up eating bad because. But you can easily they in a not rush. eat
0: leftovers, and I mean, you can easily not eat meal prep food and still eat healthy. Like that's okay. a like I have clients that are really busy where they're like. Yuri, I don't want to meal prep. Like, I don't, because people are like, I want to be able to have fresh food. That's why I stop at McDonald's. That's why I stop here. <laughs> you and ain't get stopping a smoothie. at McDonald's for fresh food. <laughs> I mean, but that's <laughs> what I'm the
1: saying. They're that's, the what they're saying. They're that's what It's warm, freshly prepared, like
2: it just got like, made. It's a yeah. meal.
0: It's a burger. It's fulfilling. It's a meal. I can go about my day and I can just be feeling good because that's how they feel until they are introduced to something different. It goes back to, what you were saying about how, you know, you learn from what your parents show you. Or it's like that's what their thought is. Like, my parents ate this. We ate like this. This is how we eat. You have to, like, retrain your brain, retrain yourself. Like, okay, I have to introduce fruit into my life or I have to introduce, I don't know, different oils that you cook with, like fish oils and um, seed oils and things like that. It's, like, so much different stuff that you don't even know you like because you don't even know it's out there. But... As a black nutritionist and personal trainer, I am here to basically show people that because people can't afford stuff like this, like mm. black people can't afford a nutritionist. Uh, so they I'm can. They though.
1: just place their money in different places. Because think about this. Yeah, like I, I do life insurance and I worked in retail and I sold way more niggas Jordans who didn't need another pair of shoes than Dang. I sold them life insurance policies. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm against GoFundMe, right? Like, no, nah, my nigga, I like, won't even listen if you die. And you ain't got no insurance and all that, bro. I'm not buying no meal. I'm not go me because as an adult and at you, by the time you're an adult, you've seen so many people do this. Why are you still in this position? You know what I'm saying? And like, it's not as much as people, people think. think. A lot of this shit don't cost as much as people think. You know what I'm saying? Like for example, like like your services—they not as much as people think, are they?
2: No, I mean, but 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 it's about it's about being educated and. To be educated, you either got to um, search it out yourself or somebody got to bring it to you. Yeah. And so, you know, it, it's important that it is financial professionals, nutrition professionals, and people like you doing podcasts like this so we can get the word out. Yeah. Like, man, you can come to us. You know, if you're right, having issues right. with your health, if you having issues with your finances, you can come to us and you ain't got to feel embarrassed about right. it. Yeah, yeah. Like, you ain't got to feel like, oh, man, like th- this guy's a CPA, so if my stuff ain't A1, then he ain't going to mess with me because that's not the case. Right, because
1: you you here to get them A1, and they don't even know what A1 is. Like, to help them. Right, because people exactly. don't understand. Like, like I pay taxes. I finally started paying my taxes back, and I knew I was going to owe. You know what I'm saying? So I was prepared to owe. It, it wasn't no big secret. I actually wanted to owe more because what I gathered is if you owe a certain amount or less, it, the programs and stuff, they can't do nothing for you. Once the you, IRS program yeah, is not the, the programs you see on TV. Yeah, the IRS program. <laughs> Yo, son, is that my shirt? I, you got one, too, nigga. Oh, oh. <laughs> keep fucking playing with me, man. Keep I talking, you son. wear that. I wear this. Yo, son, you sure? Anyway, would these programs, Where would I get your shirt from? Just oh, so You got keys said, to my house. Yeah, but I ain't coming. And, and you know your when I'm going. Your and you, and <laughs> you know when ain't nobody at my you house. Go. You know go, exactly. go, so dog. anyway, I knew I was going to oh, So I was yeah. cool with, you know what I'm saying? Like, I was cool with Owen. But then, I, then the more I started thinking about it, like, when I started going to get my taxes done from somebody who was referred to me and as professional, she really wasn't explaining why I was owing though. But she was referred by my auntie, so... I trusted her with my information. Nothing happened with my information, but it's not like it was a conversation where, you know, you're looking at, like, if I come to you, bro, you're looking at all my shit. Like, so I think you should be able to be like, look, bro, this is why this happening Mm is because during the year you should switch up. And, like, some people don't do that because they just so used to, well, my auntie referred me. She did a good job for my auntie, so, boom, I take whatever she say, and I didn't feel like that lady explained enough because I'm paying you to pay money, and I knew I was going to do this, but explain to me why, wh- so you this gotta, won't happen
2: again. Yeah, man, you gotta you gotta have higher expectations uh, when it comes to any type of professional regardless. Um, I think, you know, for me, I steal a lot of clients just from the simple fact that people don't talk them through their tax return, and it's like I'm paying you a nice amount of money. It ain't a little bit of money, you know what I'm saying? Right. I'm paying you a nice amount of money why are you, like, basically just taking my information, putting it in the system, and spitting out something that say this is your refund or this is what you owe? Like, walk me through what, right. the Why difference. is. Yeah. But, but, see, again, that go back to what I said. Anybody can do it. Anybody can get the identification number <laughs> and start right, doing right. it. So they don't, the reason they don't say nothing is because they they're not confident. Know. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. They, they don't
2: want to tell you the wrong thing. You find out they full of shit, and then you leave them. Right, right? right. So if they keep their mouth shut and just say, "Here you go, sign this," then you're going to stay now, with them. Yeah, yeah. But if you start asking questions, it's just like anything. You start asking questions, you're going to see some holes and you may even catch something cuz people catch people all the time. And this is something I seen very recently, bro. People sit down, do your tax return, tell you, "I can get you 5,000, but guess what? If I do this this and this, I can get you 7, but I'm going to charge you another 4 to get you to 7." Okay? And then they take it, they put false information on their tax return. Oh, just like you said. But my but my accountant said this. Oh, it don't matter what your accountant you said. Account and there. guess what? It's just like I said. It's because people are not, you know what I'm saying, they they not thinking right or they not holding people responsible. And if I tell you I can get you $6,000 today if you do this, people take the guarantee it over right, and this going cost right.
1: $30,000 in the long run.
2: Yeah. A- exactly. And guess what? When you come to an accountant like me who's got integrity, who's going to do it the right way, I'm going to tax you because cause, <laughs> cause, cause, you giving me more work. Had you just came to me in the first place, I'd have did it right. We would have been tight. Right. But now I got to make phone calls to the IRS who don't pick up the phone. Right, and right. boy, I charge by the hour. So, yeah. if I'm on hold, you still paying me. And that's just the that's just the reality of right, it because right. my time is valuable. Right. And when I but when especially I get
1: especially if I'm going over somebody else's mistake.
2: Yeah, especially cuz now I got to figure out what they did wrong and correct it. And and so in that situation, it it, it is what it is. And so to me, look at what the look at people's qualifications, educate yourself a little bit and then make a decision on who you go to. Now, your situation may not be that complex. You may just get a W2. You ain't got no kids. It really don't matter who you go to. You, you can't, can do that yourself. Can't, yeah, exactly. Came no many people mess it up. But if you just, you know, if you just bought a new home or you got, just, got a
1: home, you got I, If you just so, like so you this year, student not loans. to cut you off. Yeah, so, yeah, go ahead. So, so this year, <laughs> I bought a student loan. Do <laughs> Is that involved in the shutdown? <laughs> That's no, a real question. I don't, question. Know. Yeah. Who well, pays I don't pay loans? anyway. Yeah. I'm a shit. I told them they could have their degree back. This ain't shit, but a big either. receipt. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Either. So this year I bought a home. You pay your student loans, or did you get a scholarship?
2: I paid <laughs> my student loans. Before. Yeah, I paid
1: before just to we. Had to, that's a, a whole different. <laughs> hey, you're. you're, you're all <laughs> so, we all pay. We joking. So I, I bought a yes, home. I uh, donated a car. Uh, you know what I'm saying. I got all these different things. You know what I'm saying. Exactly. So now I'm like, and I got married, but uh, I don't. I don't <laughs> want to file with my wife because I know they snatching. You know what I'm saying. So I don't want to catch you up in that right away. You know what I'm saying. So now I'm looking for somebody to do my shit. Like, yo, I owe the IRS right because I'm on a payment plan. You know what I'm saying. I need for when I get these taxes done this year, no to, more payment plan. Exactly. No more payment so, payment. so I can get back on my bullshit and go exempt for the next three years and do it all over again. <laughs> <laughs> because that's the thing people don't understand once you get out of tax it's, it's a way out of tax trouble you know what i'm saying yeah, yeah. like they really don't care and uh i heard D. Hughley say this and i believe this if you don't got shit to take they don't care they want to come embarrass you take your shit how can you value my thriller record that michael jackson might have signed? you understand what i'm saying just because it's in my home right come on man they just well, i'm not worried about them coming yeah to i'm just shit. saying yeah. that's so you. anyway so a person like me like now I'm looking like, yo, I need somebody to do these taxes, and I need to. I, I got a clear idea of what I don't want. I I don't want to owe, and yeah. I want this debt wiped. Out. You know what I'm saying? Because it should be enough here. Exactly. And I don't want to just go to anybody to do that. And I feel like that's a service that's worth paying for because right. the first time the lady, the one lady did my taxes, and she told me I owed thirty five. or she told me I owed seven thousand. I paid you eight hundred dollars damn near to do that in a sense, like yeah. so that's seventy eight hundred dollars. <laughs> you know yeah, exactly. what I'm saying? And now I'm like yo basically would you be able to fix this nigga shit my shit ain't broke i'm saying now i'm (laughs) this the year i've been waiting for this year for years like before the house and all that shit i'm like yo by the time this few years i should be good because i don't give a fuck i've never got a tax return a day in my life like i've never not got a bill so when people talk that shit i'm like yo how the fuck is this happening like how do they get anything back because nobody's ever explained all that how it works you know what i'm saying but i got your card and i'm gonna i'm gonna call you because you know what i'm saying to see what we could do but i ain't in a rush i like i ain't in a rush to pay the taxes i don't what's another penalty my nigga like that's how that's how i'm thinking like if i'm gonna end up owing anyway fuck it throw another 150 dollars on there that i owe for not getting it to you april 15th or whatever but back to you yuri give us a meal plan that you're on
0: okay so um i only eat birds and fish <laughs> <laughs> that's
1: all that's all so crazy. Birds and fish go ahead. right. Right Poultry. But, yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Only peacocks oh, yeah, and, and pigeons.
1: pigeons. Yeah. <laughs> Got some Ducks. Out here. <laughs>
0: Basically. Um, so yeah, and then I eat a bunch of vegetables. So I like to cook my food a lot at home. Yeah. I make a lot of um just like so like stuffed bell peppers, broccoli. Um I try a lot of new stuff, like yeah. Some stuff from my vegan um, nutrition pen, like the jackfruit and, like, things like that, just to, like, switch it up. Because, like you said, it tastes like leftover sometimes, and it just get um, kind of like you, you want that fresh. Do you thing.
1: use the microwave?
0: Um, To warm my food and up. For anything? To warm my food up, yeah. Now. I don't ever eat anything that is cooked in the microwave. No. no I mean, it's,
1: it's the same thing. Warming it up, cooking it, like.
0: I mean, like I'll cook my food fresh and yeah. then warm it up if I'm eating we it anti-microwave. We anti microwave.
1: We anti microwave. Why? Because if you can't stand in front of the microwave with a pacemaker, it's not the pacemaker; it's the microwave. You feel what I'm saying? Like if you got a pacemaker in, uh, okay. in your heart, you can't stand in front of the microwave. Oh. Because You'll die. Like like and it would. You do. It, no, I don't. I'm just, oh. saying, I'm just saying a person. So that sounds okay. crazy, so, so like you would trust crazy. your food in you that. You would trust your food in that, but if it's if I got a pacemaker, or you can't stand in front of the I microwave with that. a cell phone, like it's it's just radiation. You know what I'm saying? It's just oh, I radiation. Didn't even know that. So, like, what type of oils and stuff do you cook with? Like, because a lot of people are on this health kick, mm-hmm. and whoever you get your information from is 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 real important. But like some of this, like, I feel like it's a fruit and all of that for your everything is. Natural. So, if you sick, you eat this and you don't get sick no more. Ginger like, a, or something yeah, like stuff that. like. Because we don't take medicine either. The only thing I do that's bad on that level is I eat dairy. Like, how can you have Mexican food without With no cheese, without some form of dairy? And that's where I'm really conflicted. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta stop so, eating Mexican food, my niggas. No, no uh, conflict.
0: Okay, so so just okay. So silly. quickly go over what I eat. So I eat, you know, chicken. I eat turkey. I eat. Fish, wild caught fish only, because that truly makes a difference. Yeah, Yeah. he makes fun of me because I had some farm raised fish the other day. It's pork and a farm raised fish, and I was like, um, I like I eat. You could
1: tell the difference like immediately because
0: I eat wild caught so much and for so many years, like that's just me, so I know the difference of a lot of stuff immediately, so I told him like I taste the difference, and he was just like I can't take you anywhere, he was <laughs> like you're gonna be like, is this farm-raised this and farm-raised <laughs> yeah, yeah, that but
1: farm-raise, they, <laughs> it sounds they, crazy yeah.
0: though when you say that to other people <laughs> that don't know what it is, they looking at you like what is,
1: what is this like fish my about? nigga tilapia don't even exist. But no. yeah, we fish. stop eating that. No, but you we, know where they we, make we, that shit at? In Colorado, in the penitentiaries. How Michigan made Ew. license plates? That's where they make tilapia at. I farm raised. We, we do not.
2: I tell as soon all as we my clients out. to stay yeah. away from
1: tilapia. It's something else too. It's tilapia, and it's, it's another. One. But you know all that shit manufactured.
0: Yeah. So I eat the, you know, the fish, the chicken. I eat, um, you know, when I drink liquor, I'll either drink it straight on the rocks or just red wine. Yeah. Um I never put mixers or juices or anything in there like that. Because some sugars just stick to you And they are hard to get rid of Like really really hard Um, When it comes down to oils I like to use um, extra virgin olive oil Sometimes extra extra virgin olive oil But there are Ain't
1: nobody fucking her, huh
2: (laughs)
0: <laughs> right, right, right. I told you I'm working on a
1: stand right? up. I'm working on my I'm, I'm working on my stand up. You know what I'm
0: saying?
2: Right. So I I'm got I got a good one for you. He you were talking god. about it on the way over here. Yeah. <laughs> oh god. You can steal my line. Well
1: you can, he can borrow because 'cause he'll give yeah, you his yeah, credit. I, so I, you
2: I, actually know low,
1: right? Yes. Low fourteen. How you know low?
2: Um, you know, you know, in and, and, and this is something big, if you an entrepreneur is networking. So um Man, it's it's a long story, but I I make it short. So I was interested in real estate, and so I went on a page called Bigger Pockets. And so they do podcasts; they got podcasts with all type of people. Grant Cardone is one of the most famous people on there. He got like eight hundred million dollars worth of real estate. And anyway, they you know they encourage you to network. So I found this dude who was trying to buy properties around the city of Detroit, and his name was Uh Bose. Um, so I got with Bose. And um, we talked about buying some properties in the city of Detroit. And we've been talking about that for about three years. And then he knows Lowe because he started um, working with him, buying properties and stuff. Um, and basically, he said, man, you got to come through. I want to do a podcast or, or, or interview. And um, I showed up at WeWork downtown Detroit. And so he filmed my interview, and that's how I met Lowe.
1: Oh, Lowe filmed the interview. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, Lowe, my cousin. That's my first cousin. Second cousin. Oh, yeah, that's my daddy, daddy first cousin. We just <laughs> the same uh, age rush. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, man. Yeah, low a good dude. You know what I'm saying? He cold on that camera and shit. You feel me? But yeah, that and that's just how it work. And Lowe told me, like, yo, you got to get this guy on. You know what I'm saying? Because we just here to push the message. We Like he said, we deeper than pro-black. We want people to shop back, buy black. Black or black. The, hey, everything. I'm every- not spending my money with a, a, a nothing but a black professional. The only thing is it's hard to find a doctor who black a male black doctor right for me like because you know that's that now that come insurance and shit when insurance and shit come to play right but if you eat healthy and you're doing the right thing you really don't have to go to the doctor unless you feel like something wrong with you you know what i'm saying i'm not advocating you niggas out here don't go to the doctor. go to a black doctor yeah (laughs) Yeah, but we do everything black bro like even with my daughter her doctor black and she moved away And now I'm like, damn, we're not. now I got – because it's his doctor too. But you know what I'm saying? Because if a person don't look like you and can't relate to you, they don't care about you. Like, if you a CPA and you white, you know what I'm saying? You might not give a fuck about everything that I just told you. You just a CPA. You don't care in five years is this going to affect me. But you you looking at me and I'm looking at you, you could be like, that could fuck me up because that could have been me going to somebody. And I don't think people understand, like – You want a black doctor. You want a black nutritionist. You want all these things because they can relate because, like, okay, I got dry skin. So you might be like, well, if you eat this, this, Mm -hmm. this, and this, this will moisturize your skin. But a white personal trainer or nutritionist might not know shit about black dry skin. So they got you on a – they telling you go ahead, eat Mm -hmm. dairy still. Like, you know what I'm saying? Not knowing (laughs) that dairy could be causing Mm -hmm. me to break out. And you, like, cut out the dairy because my brother at Mm -hmm. one point, blah, blah, blah. And people don't understand the significance of – Doing things with people that who look, look like, like you, you and who got the same things that you got in you. You know what I'm saying? And then we ain't on no racist shit because I don't think, right. yeah, I'm just saying, spend your black dollar in the black community. So, everybody out here, y'all all need your taxes done. This brother do taxes. He is CPA. He can get you right from all the years that you done fucked up. Boom, he get you right. We send you to Uri. Now you getting your money on, you losing your weight, you ain't fat no I'm more. feeling bro. yourself. Yeah, okay. yeah. And you like, okay. As a community, we did this because I spend this black dollar with you. You go to her for personal training. You spend that black dollar with him. You spend this black dollar recording your podcast here. Now we can create our own economy, and it don't look like it on the surface level. But then you're like, I know somebody who do taxes. I know somebody who do this. I know somebody who do that. Because if I tell you such and such up the block, do it, and he white or Jewish, you're going to be like, yeah, he could be trusted. But no, they I don't can't trust none of that. I don't yeah. trust none of that. I trust <laughs> black people. Like- because like at the end of the day like they don't give a fuck now if you don't give a fuck you gonna have to prove it to me because i'm coming to you because mm-hmm. i think you give a fuck but after i see the signs like yo, this nigga don't give a fuck i'm gonna just go to somebody else black i'm not gonna take i don't want to spend one dollar with a white person with the arab person unless i absolutely have to and if we do this thing right And no matter what city you in, if we do this thing right, we won't absolutely have to. Asians do not spend their money with black people, bro. You cannot tell me different. You cannot prove me different. You show me one Asian who spend their money with black people who don't hang around black people. You understand what I'm saying? So it might be one Asian girl and she went. You went to U of M, bro. Asians don't spend their money with black people. Do that.
2: Well, first of all, it ain't that the the the, the, the man. This is some deep stuff. First of all, you know what I'm saying, and it's a good weekend to be talking about it. As a matter of fact, but it's it's you know what I've seen is that first of all, it's not enough black owned businesses, and so we don't control products to the point where people gotta come to us. Yeah. Um. But we could change all of that. Yeah. yeah. Well, we could change it real quick because it's all about it's all about putting ourselves in position not worrying about what the government doing not worrying oh, yeah, about yeah. what christ are doing or Man, you think doing. you
1: think them jewish motherfuckers care about a government shutdown right now they don't care nigga they don't depend on the government like like how they like how black people have been trained to depend on the government they, it's another day bro we, we, they went to they went to mass or whatever they call it on friday you feel what i'm saying it don't affect them because they not they 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 adopted. Self, like, self-reliance on everything.
2: Exactly. So if you if you think about it like this, unless that Jewish company is connected to the government somehow, you're right. They got enough money coming in from their own community right. to be able to sustain. And the reason why they do it is because they understand that's how you build your community. That's how you build property Right, value. because we don't that's got communities do
1: no more, bro. We got hoods. Mm-hmm. They took the community. We let them brainwash us into thinking certain things were supposed no, to be a certain right. way and they took the sense of community it's not a sense of community like people worried about how they go eat because of whatever going on bro when my grandfather was alive we had a garden i ain't never worried about the fda telling me my fruit is good or whatever because i'm growing this and if i'm growing it and you hungry and you can't eat for whatever come get a bushel uh, and put you some with everything we got just take enough that you can go feed your family it's not like that no more you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. so now people like yo i gotta get this government assistance and all of that you know what i'm saying like i thank god i ain't got no form of government assistance you know what i'm saying because the government ain't assisting me in nothing you know what i'm saying so i'm not worried it's gonna be a trickle-down effect if it continue whatever going on but if the day come that i gotta kill her in order to eat we fucked up anyway Like mm-hmm. we we passed fucked up If I'm looking at her like Yo That stuff bell pepper Looking good Cause I ain't ate Cause the government Didn't provide me food You know what I'm saying Like we gotta start Growing our own food We gotta start Opening up our own markets We just gotta keep The black dollar Within the black community And then it'll spread Bro All these rich niggas If they start doing that Boom it's on Cause it's gonna trickle down Cause yo I wanna be like Jigga cause he's so dope And blah 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 Not Jigga like Grow your own food Niggas is like we're the land that to grow the food. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying. People got to use their influence. So, how can people reach y'all for y'all services?
2: Yes. So, um, I can be reached. Um, my uh, cell is three one three four zero five six five one seven. You can call or text me at that number. Uh, you can call toll free eight three 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 tax CPA. Um, I am on uh, E seven mile twelve four hundred E seven mile in the city of Detroit between Hoover. And Shainer Also you can um, find me on any social media and Powell That's A-N-D-I-K-A-P-O-W-E-L-L That's on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter
0: And I can be reached at um, Yuri Baby Y-U-R-I-E underscore baby That's Instagram Or foe.fitness F-O-E dot fitness Or you guys can reach me on my cell At 248-979-6544 You can just text or call um, or leave a voicemail, doesn't matter, or send me a DM on Instagram, and I'll just set you up a consultation and go from there. So what do your
1: services start at? Are they based on weight? Like, uh, re- in real life? <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> if you pay
2: like you weigh, you <laughs> stay, baby. <laughs> yeah, is it based on... Is so it, it's,
0: my services are monthly, so I usually people sign up with me for 12 weeks. That's like, because that's what, how long it kind of takes for me to really get you down and get you in shape and tone up in change your eating habit because that's mainly why you're coming to me because you're coming to me because you're like, I want to eat better. I want to feel better from within. I want to like a positive transformation because I promote positive fitness and positive body images. So it's not about how the next person look. It's about how you're going to look at your best self. Okay. So um, it's a positive type of vibe and energy with me. Um, So my highest package I have, which is fitness and nutrition together, which means I'm coming out I'm helping you meal prep for that week, or are we going through the whole. Like, if you don't like for y'all, y'all would be customized. You don't want to meal prep, so we're gonna go to the grocery D- store. Don't group
1: me with dog. I ain't say that. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> My nigga, you are, you My meal prep? No, I'm not. But go ahead. <laughs> I'm Since you did that because we was twins. Yeah, but go I did, ahead. I did. I did. i individual. Sorry. Thank
0: you. <laughs> but I would like basically we will go to the grocery store. We'll see like what you can grab and go. I'll have you like options to where it's like I'm on the go, so I'm just gonna take stuff with me, and this is gonna be what I'm eating for today. No so, well, it's not the same stuff. I'm um, not
1: six hundred dollars a month. Yeah, okay. Hey, we go check out the site. Everybody go check out the site and just shop by be black. You understand what I'm saying? It's nothing wrong with having like pride in your community. Like niggas take pride in the craziest things, right? I sold the most dope in my neighborhood. Yeah, so that's why everybody coming in buying up the abandoned houses because you didn't. And that roly and that nice chain that's fake as hell because you got it from a non-black jeweler oh. is all you had to show for it you feel what I'm saying but uh man we appreciate y'all coming man we go check y'all out this nigga need a tax professional I need a nutritionist. Awesome. That's right. what, that was the connected experience because what we like to do, we take people, we connect them. You bring your own connection, but usually we might have two people who, who never met each other. Right, you feel what I'm saying, or we just connected to the audience. Everybody need their taxes right, and then people starting businesses. Everybody need all of yes. that stuff right. So now we got a young brother who know where you coming from because he came from there. Who still does business in the community. He here, man. So y'all check him out. Uh, you can check us out on. Uh, TCE Pod on Instagram. TCE Pod on Instagram. If you're on Facebook, search the Connected Experience Podcast. Like the page. You know what I'm saying. Get active on there and drop some comments. Say what you like, but more importantly, say what you don't like. And you ain't. We don't look at you as a hater. We just like constructive criticism. If you want to be on the show, what you do? Uh, PR at TCOHH.org. Or the best way to be on the show is know somebody who's been on the show and had them connect us with you. Oh, shout out to San Jose. We killing them in San Jose. Yeah, that's crazy. That's the biggest market. Where yeah. is uh, geographically? Where is that at in California? Is that like Almost Bay? Uh, I don't know. Almost Bay. It's, it's like Paulo Alto. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Facebook headquarters. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. See, he knew what that meant. He knew yeah. where exactly Almost where it was. Bay. Yeah. yeah, Almost Bay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I want for my brother what, what I, I want, want for myself. myself.